canceled uh yeah <laughs> everyone's offended um okay so yeah i guess we should just go ahead and get started um welcome to the first episode i don't think i told you the name of this podcast yet but i'll tell you right now the name of the podcast is called the outer podcast that's the name um he's just staring at me right now i didn't say anything he has no is emotion. there an inner podcast an inner podcast what do you yeah. mean what does that we're mean? the outer podcast. This is the first I'm hearing about this, by the way. Yeah, that's, what's, that's what I meant. The outer podcast. Is there an inner podcast? No, we're just the outer podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's just the best we got right now. Cool. Um, maybe one day, who knows, we might be the inner podcast someday. But right now, we're just the outer podcast. Cool. Um, yeah, so this is the first episode. Um, I'm actually, I feel really honored because I have my first celebrity um here i don't know if anyone has heard of uh daniel but he was pretty big on vine for a while (laughs) (laughs) right yeah um for my shoes wait hold on let me you're like kind of quiet dude i can probably turn the mic volume up i don't think it's gonna work i don't Um, think like doing that's gonna do anything well there's a there's a monitor here i think that's just for your headphones though I don't think it's well, there's for. a separate one for the headphones on the right side. Yours is exactly the same. Yeah, but my head. Uh, never mind. We we talk. We we'll figure it out later. I'm just going to move this dial up. Does that help any? Can move you hear me any better up. now? Did it change anything? I mean, you sound the same, but that's fine, though. It's fine that you sound the same. You don't have to sound any. You don't have to sound any different than how Myself. you already sound. Yeah, just just sound like yourself, dude. Uh, just don't try and be like anybody else because clearly you're trying to be like someone else and i don't know who you're trying to be like uh i I gotta admit i'm trying to be like daniel from vine that's actually not me i'm not that guy i do own a pair of white bands but i own a pair of white bands no because i'm trying to be this guy yeah yeah well i guess the cat's out of the bag uh daniel's not famous we didn't we tried to get a famous person um on the show but we were unsuccessful um yeah. So I was trying to make it seem like you were famous so people would like listen to this. So now like, you're trying to be somebody that you're not. No, listen, I was doing I did that solely because I wanted people to be like, oh, my gosh, how did they get a famous person on the first podcast? But it didn't work out anyways. Um, so, yeah, this is the first episode of the outer podcast. Uh, my name is Holden. Um, obviously, like I said before, I'm here with um, Daniel. And uh, before we get started, I have to tell a story that I think is I think one of the things I want to do when I like have certain people on is like start off by like telling a story um, about just our relationship and friendship and all that. And uh, so the first one I want to say about Daniel is uh, I actually told you I was going to tell you the story if you remember it or not. But um, back in the day, me and Daniel senior year of high school we were in the same english class and there was a kind of a dilemma with our high school um i've always dreamed about doing a senior prank but with our high school it was kind of weird because um they saw senior pranks as like a crime that you could commit and um, they were telling us stuff like if you do if you do a prank like a senior prank like we're going to take your diploma away. You can't like walk on stage or anything like that. It's kind of a downer because I really wanted to do a senior prank. And I was trying to think of like the best way to do a senior prank and not get in trouble for it. So the reason why I talk about us being in a senior English class was because we both put in the same group for a project. Um, we had just got done reading Beowulf and uh, the senior project, well, the part of the project was no, it was the project itself was we had to, I guess, like tell the story in our own way. Our teacher gave us like a bunch of options for how we were going to do it. And um, you could either do like a presentation, you could do a video. And one of the options was to do a puppet show. And I was like, oh, this is going to be it. So what I did was I printed off some pictures of characters from other TV shows or celebrities and I taped some refrigerator magnets to them. And 
Holden here sat in front of my refrigerator and he played a little puppet show <laughs> while laying on the ground in front of the fridge. It was the most ridiculous thing. I totally improv. This is a secret. I don't know if you really know this, but I like improv for like maybe an hour. I, I know just, you did. I so that's part I know, you know, but this next part is what you probably didn't know. I don't know if I told you because we were in a group. So there was other people involved in this as well. And so our whole idea was to like do this giant prank. Like it was so outrageously like ridiculous, like how we told the story of Beowulf. We did tell the story, but we told it like in our own way. We told it and better. We did tell it better. Our characters were way better than the characters actually in Beowulf. Um, there was everyone from Bob Marley to Miley Cyrus to uh, Two Chains, uh, Donald Trump. All of them were all in this like puppet show, and so we filmed this. And I improvised the whole thing for like an hour, and I would just like randomly be doing things um, throughout. There was one moment I started singing um, "Can You Feel It in the Air Tonight" just randomly, just because I felt like it, and we put that in the video. Uh, but part of the project was we had to write a script for this. And the thing is, is I improv the whole thing. So there was no script whatsoever. I just improv the whole thing. So the night before we had to turn in the project, I literally watched the video and every word I said, I wrote it down. And so like I spent like hours just watching the video and writing down every single word I said to make it look like we actually had wrote a script all these things that I just randomly improv and came up with like on the spot. You wrote it afterwards. I wrote it afterwards and made it seem like it was the plan the whole time to do that. And um, so I was actually really nervous um, the first when we were presenting it because we had to we had to show it in class. Like it wasn't something we just sent to the teacher because this was like part of like the senior prank. And we had to present this video to the class. And <laughs> Our teacher was laying on the ground crying at the point where Miley Cyrus shows up. She falls to the ground, dying, laughing. And for me, it was so traumatizing because I so my desk was right next to her desk when we were in this class. And so we were showing this video and I was so nervous to look at her for like the first half because this was totally like in my head. I was like, this is way off of what we were supposed to do. And I was so nervous that we I was going to get in like all this trouble for doing this. I had like I had we would all like as a group, we like sat down and understood like this is our senior prank. We're probably not going to get a really good grade on this project. Like if we get a grade at all. And um, I was so nervous. But our teacher ended up loving the video. She was like in love with the video. I had never gotten that good of a grade in her class, probably in English, just period. I I think I remember we got like a 97%. And the only reason why, (laughs) the only reason why we didn't get a, she told me, she pulled me aside. She's the only reason why I didn't give you guys a hundred was because you had some inaccuracies to the story. And I was like, inaccuracies to the story. She goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tally was not in the original story. (laughs) because We added Tally from South Park as a character in Beowulf. What did he do anyway? He was just there. He was just always there, like, being like, do you need a towel? <laughs> like, every time Beowulf would, like, kill a monster or something, he would just, like, appear and be like, do you need a towel? <laughs> and it was the most ridiculous thing I don't ever. even remember why we put Towelie in this video i think we were just upset we were obsessed with tally at the time and i was like he has to be in the video but we couldn't think of like what character he would be he would play as so we were just like okay well i guess we're just gonna just put him in like he's just gonna be in yeah well there was one part of the story where beowulf had to swim like a really long way Uh, does that sound familiar yeah he had no he had one of the monsters was underwater Oh, and, and so he needed he a, a towel for that. Yeah, he had to swim underwater to get the towel. <laughs> it's just the whole Don't thing. Don't forget to bring a towel. Just made absolute zero sense. But we ended up getting a really good grade. She ended up, she sent it to all of the English teachers in our school. Yep. And all of the English teachers in our school showed it to their classrooms, like just for fun, like just because. 
And it was the most, like to this day, it's probably one of the most like ridiculous things to have happened to me. And, and it was funny because later on that year, we had to do, we read Frankenstein and we had the same project for Franken, Frankenstein. And so I remember like, it was like, the bar was pretty high for our group because our group consisted of mostly the same. I think it was exactly the same people. Yeah, and so the bar was pretty high for Frankenstein. And we ended up making like a 30 minute long video of this, the exact same style that we did yeah, the first time. Was, people it, were actually getting really bored about no, 20 minutes. They, in. It was a 30 minute long video. And like halfway in, people were like, OK, because like to be honest, and if you're if you're a fan of the story of Frankenstein, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but it's a long story. It's very boring. And the way it's told is super confusing because it like goes back and forth in time so many times. And it just makes it's just so long. And that like we had no other option but to make like this 30 minute long video. And there was like points in the video. I remember like showing it to the class and I was like cringing out because there was just moment I improved that whole video as well. Yeah, that one also. They both were improv the whole time. It was basically done the exact same way. Yes, but it was just way longer than the first one. And I remember there was just points in the video where I had no other option but to just like actually just tell the story of Frankenstein. So like most of the video was just me. But I think I remember Michael Jackson was Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah he was <laughs> <laughs> oh but yes that was that was the story of how i wanted to introduce uh daniel to the world to this podcast it's one of my it's 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 one of my top favorite the thing was after all that i felt like our senior prank was unsuccessful because it was supposed to be a prank but it ended up like we got a really good grade out of it and we actually like did the project so it was never really like a prank, but it's like the closest thing I have to saying like, this is what I did as a senior prank. So I don't know, but that that's the story. Um, yeah. Do you have any, do you have any stories you want to tell of times past? <laughs> well, you know, senior pranks, did you ever get pranked junior year by the senior class ahead of us? I remember they did some pretty crazy stuff. They really did. They like, put baby powder on the staircases and I think they like unleashed crickets in the bathroom. Yep. And like all, so like it makes sense that they were like so harsh with us for our senior pranks because like the class before us was like terrible. Yeah, they let chickens out inside the school. They did so much stuff. I remember the one thing I do remember is I remember our last day of high school we practiced like graduation in our gym and we got escorted out of the school by the police force. Do you remember this? They walked, once we were done, we, no, I think what happened was we got, I just remember we walked either to the gym or from the gym to go somewhere. And they had like three or four police officers and we were had to like walk in a line and they were like on the sides of the line, just like walking with us as we like walked through the school to get to the gym or whatever. I can't remember why they did that. I just had like that memory. I remember they, that's all I really remember is like they were so strict about us not doing any senior pranks. Whatsoever. And I can't, I can't really think of any person in our class that did a senior prank. I had some ideas, but I never ended up doing it because the threat of it was so high. Nobody in our class really did any pranks. It was the two classes before us before we got there. Yeah, it was it was a crazy time. Yeah. Junior year. Uh, do you remember that one person? Don't know who it was uh, threw a diaper on the back of my car. And it looked like, you know, crap, it's just like filled with um like chocolate and peanut butter oh, but it looked pretty legit i like vaguely remember yeah that. i remember we were taking like state testing and someone pulled the fire alarm he was doing his senior speech i remember he wasn't that. in our class but he was doing it i think this was like honestly i think this was my sophomore year actually he was doing his senior speech and part of his senior speech was him stopping mid-sentence and running out of the classroom and pulling the fire alarm. Mm -hmm. And it was like during state testing, like the rest of the school was doing state testing and he was doing like his senior speech and that was it. 
So do you remember who that was? No, I don't think I ever knew who that was. I don't think I did either. I don't know if he graduated. He probably, or... He's probably in jail now. Maybe. He's probably still in jail because of that. They probably like threw him, threw him in jail and he's probably still in jail. You're like, you think pulling fire alarms is funny? How's 25 years in jail? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's a great way to start a dog. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. It worked for me. Um, anyways, so this podcast, I have wanted to, I wanted to focus it around you and what you have done this past year because you've actually done something pretty amazing this past year would you say oh you think i i think it's pretty cool I okay was pretty you don't have it. to be like that you could just be like yeah it was cool it was all right no why don't you tell the people what you did what i did was i hiked the appalachian trail from georgia to maine and i started at a time of year that nobody ever does i started my through hike in georgia on october 16th going north into the winter and I stopped for three and a half months once I got to Daleville, Virginia, because the weather started to get pretty sketchy and I was starting to get pretty far away from home at that point. I came back three and a half months later, continued and uh, took another month off for an injury I had in Pennsylvania or Roxylvania. Came back Wait, a month is later. It Pennsylvania or rocks or Roxylvania? Uh, it's just made up of rocks, uh, the entire state. But is it Pennsylvania? It is Pennsylvania, but um, it might as well be Rock. Should I refer to it as Rocksylvania? Yes, let's just refer to it as Rocksylvania from here on out. If you're listening from Pennsylvania, you're actually in Rocksylvania. And they would agree. Yeah. They all agree. (laughs) Um, I came back on May 22nd from where I left off after doing physical therapy. And from then on, I just hiked to Mount Katahdin and finished up. And I've been back for three weeks now. Nice. I believe. Uh, Actually came back to Knoxville when Holden moved back to Knoxville. Yeah. First time we've been in the same town. That's actually, you've you've given them a little teaser of our next episode we're going to do. Oh. Because our next episode, I was going to wait till the end, but you've already kind of touched on it. So I'll just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. So the next episode, we both have moved back to our hometown after moving around and doing a bunch of stuff for a few years. And so our next podcast, we're just going to talk about like, first of all, why we decided to move back into our hometown, like what it's been like and stuff like that. But yeah, okay. so that's a little teaser. That's a little like, hey, come listen to the next one. Whenever hey, like that happens. Maybe next time we'll have the refrigerator noise out of the background. Yeah. Or like I'm getting like a weird thing where like your your microphone is picking up my voice, too. I don't know. I'll probably figure it out in editing. But hey, this is our first podcast we've ever done. Yeah, cut us some slack. We guys. literally went to Guitar Center today and bought these microphones. Yeah. So just give us some time, guys, and it'll be great. Um. So the first question I want to ask you about your time in the Appalachian Trail was, uh, was it fun? Yes, it was very fun. All right. That's good. Some days better than others. Um. So you've had some pretty interesting animal encounters would you say dude yeah (laughs) i really have especially the farther north i got the farther north i got the more aggressive they got um tell the story you told me the story about the pigs the wild hogs that was the first encounter i had and that was actually in the south ironically that was in the nanahala uh national forest i was camping by myself i woke up that morning got out of my tent stretched it was a beautiful sunny morning right 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 right. and right. i hear a stampede and i look over at the trail and it's coming down the trail southbound i'm looking and i see these three uh massive figures come running down and i thought they were maybe bears at first but they were that big they were moving kind of fast to be bears okay they got closer and i realized i'm like oh these are these are hogs yeah these are hogs, and I didn't even know hogs ran freely. Existed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're big in Florida, but I didn't know they existed in the Nanahala. Um, they p- were probably put there by hunters um, originally. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they spawned. Right. They might have just migrated there. In these mountains. They're big mountains, uh, at least for the East Coast, but... Anyways, it was three of them, and they were in a row. The guy in the front, 
He looked at me and he skidded to a stop in his tracks, halting the other two behind him. And me and this one, we shared a moment. You shared a moment? We shared a moment. Wait, hold on. You shared a moment with a boar? We, sh- we shared a moment. Me and this boar. I was staring at it. He was, was staring at me. Was there sexual tension in there? No. Okay, good. Um, it was, I was going to call the police if you told me yes. Well, you know, what happens in the woods stays in the woods. I don't think I right? so. No, you don't think so? No, I think it definitely comes out of the woods with you. <laughs> Probably in one way or another. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at each other, I guess, trying to establish, I don't know if it would be necessarily dominance or who is more scared than the other. But me and this bear are looking at each other. Bear. Boar. Me and this boar were looking at each other, and I'm probably too tired at this point to show any kind of fear. It was more just like, uh, oh man, these are these are hogs, right? So I'm looking at it, and I just slowly veer my eyes away from its eyes, so I'm no longer making eye contact with it. I slowly turn around back to my tent, open the zipper slowly, kind of crawl inside, just kind of like I'm not even really phased by him, just like I don't really care about his existence or that he's there. Is kind of what I was trying to show off to him. And I closed the tent and I, oddly enough, I didn't hear them run away. Okay. Like I heard them come up. I mean, right. it was very loud when they were coming, but when they left, I didn't even hear them. So I sat in my tent for probably 10 minutes thinking they were still out there. Yeah. And I hear this couple come up northbound the trail. Uh, I hear them talking. And so I got in my tent when they come out. I'm like, did you see them? And the, the woman was like, see what? I said, those three boars. Did you see them? And she's like, no, I didn't see them. I just can't imagine like on a trail, you just see some tent and you're some guy pops out. I was like, did you see them? Yeah, this mountain man looking dude comes out of his tent. Like, did you see him? Did you see him? And. I I said, yeah, well, I saw them about 10 minutes ago and uh, they they didn't cause any problems. And I said, I'd just keep an eye out for them. And they were like, "Okay." But after that day, I kind of realized, oh, yeah, they're actually they're not super common out in the Nantahala, but you can see them. There's even fences that you have to walk around that keep them in and out of certain areas. But I didn't have any encounters with any wildlife really after that. It kind of got too cold for anything and anybody. So I was kind of yeah. just out there alone for days on end until I got off. And I didn't start seeing more wildlife until I got further up north. And once I got to New England, it's like everything was just trying to square up with me. Bears, moose, mosquitoes. Worst of them all. Even squirrels. Worst of them all. Yep. The squirrel. I would rather take on a black bear, a black bear mother with her cubs than a squirrel. Uh, you know, I think that's probably a safer bet, honestly. Yeah. Um, squirrels. Are- I'd probably just take the squirrel like I, over the bear. Like I would just take it like I would just grab it and then just like walk away. But like a bear, it'd be like be pretty big to like pick it up and like take it away. Yeah. So I would just like take the squirrel. Yeah, I do have a video of a squirrel sitting in a tree, just kind of, you know, I went barking. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word, <laughs> like a dog. I mean, it was like, it was chirping, whatever squirrels do. It was right, making right, a noise right. at me. And it was humorous. You know, I sat there and just stared at him while he did it for a long time. Like, okay, is he going to pounce on me? Is he going to do something? Uh, you know, I'm feeling kind of wild today. Let's uh, Let's do something. And he was doing this for like 10 minutes until some southbounders came down the trail. And then he looked up, saw him, and he ran off. I know without a doubt, like obviously like animals communicate with each other and it's like a thing. But like, I understand how like accurate these animals like communication is. Let me explain. So my dog, he, I took him out to use the bathroom one time. And I heard the neighbors let their dogs out on one side of my house. And then on the other side of my house was my other neighbors had dogs out. And on my other neighbor's house that had their dogs out, they always bark like at any dog that walks by the neighborhood or anything. They're always just like barking at them. And so I heard my opposite end neighbors let their dogs out. 
and my other neighbor's dogs were already out. And so I knew like where the quote unquote, like new dogs had come out were. And so my other neighbor's dog starts barking and my dog turns to my first neighbors, which their dogs were already out. He listens to them bark. And then he turns right where the new dogs are at. And it was almost like these dogs were like telling him exactly where like these other because he like looked directly the other direction, like right. And he couldn't like see the other dogs because there was like a fence. And he was just like over there just like staring at him. And I was like, wow, it's like they like I don't obviously I don't know like how they communicate, but like however they communicate, like it's like it's like intelligence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's uh, it's a language that I don't think we'll ever fully understand. No, it will never understand it. Well, maybe no. you know, technology is coming a long way. Uh, I heard something not too long ago about a technology where you can put like a collar on your dog and it'll translate to English or Listen, something. Listen, we've all seen Up. You've just you've you watched the movie Up. You saw the Golden Retriever with the collar. And now you're trying to pass it off like it's this real thing. No, we know your lies, Daniel. All right. Well, maybe we'll look it up after this. Do you think do you think uh, aliens are real? Yes or no? Tell me right now. Probably. Have you heard? about? Yes. Whoa. You just changed your answer like mid. Well, you said yes or no. And I felt like probably wasn't a good enough answer. for you, So I gave you. So you said yes. Yes. So you've seen like the new videos that have been like coming out about like the Pentagon releasing like this footage. No. Okay, so the Pentagon has recently like released a bunch of footage of UFOs, but not like UFOs in the sense of like these are actually aliens from a different planet. It's just like crafts like that they can't explain like where these crafts came from and they like do stuff that doesn't make sense with our knowledge of physics and like rocket science and stuff like that. And they, they they don't know what these things are. They all look a little bit the same. This is just what from I've seen and what I've like researched. They look like apparently they look like pills, like these little pills. And they're just like zooming places like at crazy speeds. And they don't know like what these things are. And everyone's like, oh, they're aliens. So, yeah, you just I figured you'd heard that stuff because I asked you do you believe in aliens? And at first you were like, maybe. And then you like looked at me like pretty seriously and you were like, yes. And it was almost as if like you saw an alien behind me. Just then? Just then. And so I was like, well, obviously he's heard about the story of the Pentagon. Nope. And then you're like, no, I just watched the movie up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how I believe in aliens. Okay. So going, going back to your time on the trail, um, why don't you tell us what a typical day would look like for you, like from waking up to going to sleep, what would it look like? Okay. So I would wake up with the sun and I would, cause you wait, first of all, there's from my understanding is they have like shelters set up on the trail. That's, some- that's correct. Yeah. There's uh, usually at least one shelter about every five to 20 miles. And so you would stay in these shelters not all the time, but, but sometimes. sometimes. And there'd be like bunk bunk beds in there, right? No, it would be a floor and you would, oh, would lay your, um, oh, I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, you'd lay your sleeping bag out on it. And like, just obviously like just anybody could sleep there. But like, did you ever have some like weirdos that came there to sleep? No, you know, I never met any weird people really? that were willing to hike the Appalachian Trail. Yes, That's I true. saw lots of weird people. What? Oh, of course. <laughs> I've not never been there. So you saw a lot of weird people. Yeah. They, but I also saw a lot of really awesome people. Yeah. And some of those we, weird we'll people get to were those awesome. awesome people later. We'll get to those awesome people. But the weird people, let's get to them now. How weird were they? Hmm. Give me some examples of weirdness of these people that you encountered. Well, they dedicate their lives to hiking 2,193 oh, miles. Weird. That is kind of unusual. Yeah, I've had a lot of people look at me weird when I tell them what I am doing and what I have done. Yeah, I bet I bet you met a lot of hippies. I am a hippie in okay. some ways. Okay, Everybody's cool. kind of hippie ish. Yeah. OK, 
out there. Yeah, okay, Daniel. But I've met some like you met some hippies, dude. Hippies, like Bro. you imagine a hippie. And you, you saw see some them. armpit hair, didn't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you saw some arm. Do you remember? Not our, just with the men. Do you? I know. Do, I was gonna say. Do you remember our science teacher who had like gnarly armpit hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this lady had gnarly, and she was man. When I think about hippies, I think about our sophomore science teacher, our sophomore year science teacher. That's accurate. Okay, so you saw a lot of weirdos. You saw a lot of hippies. Did you ever have like? an awkward interaction like were you like well i need to get out of this person's like vicinity pretty quickly um i mean there were a lot of times where i was kind of in my head uh, i spent a lot of time by myself and so whenever i would come across somebody um i might not be totally there if that makes any sense like i'm kind of like stuck in my head like stuck in my own thought i might be thinking about something that i haven't thought about in years because the only person I have to talk to or think about or think to is myself. Right. So when I see somebody come across, I might not be totally engaged with them. And uh, it might just be a very passive, uh, just kind of like, hey, how you doing? Great. Uh, nice weather we're having. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then keep going. Um, I never felt like I was in any danger with anybody. Like I never felt unsafe around anyone. There were people every once in a while that would kind of hike in my general vicinity, especially towards the, uh, the end, because there were a lot more people out by that time. Yeah. But they were just people. It's like, okay, um, they're all right, but I don't really care to, uh, stick around. And in, in some cases there may have been a couple of people where I changed up my hike a little bit, either hiked, much faster than what I was hiking already or slowed way down for a couple of days just to get out of their vicinity. Right. But not because I felt like I was in danger with them. I just yeah. didn't want to spend any more time around them. But there were a lot of really awesome people out there. Uh, I never claimed any what's called a tramley, which tramley is trail family. Okay. what they call it out there. Uh, I never claimed one. I never really had one. So these are people that you just like group up with that you do the trail with. Yeah, but Tramblies. I think of a tramley as a group that you dedicate the rest of your hike to. So like if you oh. do a traditional northbound hike of the AT, you normally start in uh, January. Well, usually February or March is when you would normally start. So by the time I was done, I met a lot of people who had started at that time. Yeah. Um, they would meet a group maybe in the beginning, or I think most people actually formed their tramleys in North Carolina. That yeah. just kind of seems that's to a be pretty, the, that's a pretty big tramley episode. It seems to be the North spot Carolina. because Georgia that's is 80 miles long and it weeds a lot of people out. A okay. lot of people quit in Georgia because they, isn't that you know, where you start though? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes total sense but because it's like, the yeah, people you, that think they want to through hike, but then they get out there and they realize it's not really what they thought it was going to be. Um, it's hard. Yeah. It's a long way. You start to realize in the beginning, it's like, wow, I've got a really long way to hike. Right. Um, you get blisters, you're sore, you're tired. Uh, you haven't really developed your trail legs yet. And so you're just kind of, a lot of people will quit at that time. Hmm. So by the time you get to North Carolina, it weeds a lot of people out, but you start to realize who kind of hikes at the same pace as you. Or very similarly. And that's yeah. usually when tramleys form. But tramleys, I think of, will stick together until the very end. Hmm. So they'll go from North Carolina all the way to Mount Katahdin, Maine. Wow. And there were people that I hiked with for several days, um, even some a couple of weeks at a time. And that was great. And I wouldn't even necessarily be trying to get away from them. It yeah. was just, uh, you know, I don't. I don't change up my own hike to hike with other people. Um, if they want to take a few days off and I don't really want to take a couple of days off, then I'll just keep going kind of deal. Yeah. But I met some real awesome people that way. You were asking me a little bit ago what a normal day looks like. What do you think a normal day so on the trail looks like? Here's what I think. Okay. You wake up and you're like, who are these people? And you kind of like look around. Here's what I would do. Okay. Here's what I would do. If there, if I'm the first person to wake up, I'm going through their stuff. Like that's step one. Their stuff. Yeah. 
Because like, what if I'm out of like nature Valley bars and I'm like, need some more. So I'm going to like, look and be like, you're going to give me some of these, like without asking them, obviously. And so I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go outside and I'm just going to do like a big stretch and be like, Ugh! and I'm going to stretch. And like the sun is going to be rising. Good. Like, All right. Time to hit the trail. And then I'm going to put on my backpack and I'm going to snap my only pair of underwear that I packed. I'm going to snap it like just like snap it. You know what I mean? Like we like snap it to your waist. You know what I mean? Now, don't don't look at me like that. He's looking at me really weird. But uh, you I know, think of you, you is, know, uh, like, are, are you, you talking know, about? You know what I'm talking about. I know you would every morning you'd wake up and you would you would have on your one pair of underwear that you packed this whole trip. Okay. And you would know and you would. <laughs> You would extend the waist and snap it to your hip. I know you would before you would walk out there. You, oh, okay. You So you do that and then you're like, all right, it's time to get on the trail. So then like you put on your backpack and I just walk. You just leave the tent behind? There's no tent. I live you I hammock? in a shelter. Oh, okay. So you're going to shelter thing. camp like every every day, everywhere? But no, it's like in a building. It's in a listen. Because there are people that do that. Yeah, no. And so I'm going to be like, all right, so I'm going to hit the trail. And so I'm going to, you know, like I said before, I'm going to snap my underwear to my waist like that. And then I'm going to just walk on the trail. And um, there's going to be people that are obviously going to be like walking close to me. And I'm going to be like, hey, listen, if you get anywhere closer to me, you're either going to be in my tramley <laughs> or you're going to be in my tram cemetery. And they're gonna be like, oh shoot, bro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. And then they're gonna walk away. And so I'm gonna walk like the whole day and I'll probably see a mountain lion and I'll probably just give him a little treat and he'll be like, oh great. And um, and so I'll just keep walking and I'll go to another shelter. I'll walk in and I'll be like, guys, I'm here. And like all the people who are already there are gonna be like, whoa a new tramley and i'll be like listen you're either in my tramley or you're in my tram cemetery they're gonna be like oh okay one of these guys be like yeah give me the king bed and they give me the king bed and then i go back to sleep and then i wake up and do it all over again the next day wow yeah it sounds like you totally get it yeah dude there's a lot of accuracy okay so you wake up you go through people's stuff yeah um you start hiking, you threaten no, people. No, you already, you've already missed the two most important steps I do each day. Oh, right. The, uh, I the wake up snapping. and I stretch and I'm uh, like that. And then I, I grab my one pair of underwear that I packed that I know that you did. You only had one pair of underwear the whole time. And I snap it to my hip. I just like that. I just snap it to my hip and then I get, I get going. I okay. Get listen, I have a confession to make. Okay. Listen, you may think I'm a barbarian, an animal. No, doing that. Okay, you don't. Not at all. Well, one pair of underwear. I'm a little more classy than that. Okay, I brought three pairs of underwear for the entire. You had trail. three pairs of underwear. I had three pairs of underwear. Sure. One of which I was wearing the whole time, and then two just to be safe. Basically, yeah. I mean, I would wear each pair of underwear for like three days at a time. Yeah. Did you ever have to? Okay, I know. You've told me the story about the time you went to wash your clothes and the lady wouldn't let you wash your clothes in the laundry mat. Oh, uh, good old Connecticut. But like real friendly state. Is that what you would do? Like you'd go into a town and you would go to just like to a random laundry mat and try and wash your clothes? Yeah. Yeah. I'd usually try to do that about every week or just whenever I could. Um I was in Connecticut, which Connecticut is a very short state. As far as the AT goes, there's a couple towns in it, but it's honestly like Connecticut was my least favorite state on the whole trail. I mean, it was short. I it didn't take me that long. It was less than a week. Connecticut. Connecticut. Well, this is an awkward segue, but this podcast is brought to you by the whole state of Connecticut, um, where vacations are great. And um, apparently they say the state's really big. So thank you, Connecticut, for sponsoring uh, this podcast um, big shout out Connecticut. We love you. Yeah. Anyways, what were you saying? Yeah. So, I mean, if you live in Connecticut and you got to move to Connecticut because you got rich in New York City, congratulations. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yes. 
Round of applause for you. Good job. We love you. But there are hikers that will travel through the western part of Connecticut. And I tell you what, man, like I've gotten the worst looks from people just going through towns and looking like hiker trash. Yeah. And going through there. And I go to the town of Kent, Connecticut. Uh, I had to hitchhike in. It was far enough away from the trail. I get there and my plans were to get a shower because they had like public showers uh, in the middle of town, apparently, and get my laundry done. So I get into Connecticut, Kent, Connecticut, Connecticut, and who sponsors this podcast. Yes. Yes, of yes, course. The whole state. Uh, once again, shout out Connecticut and, and the you've uh, already ruined your relationship with Connecticut. You've already ruined it. We're never going to get them as a sponsor ever again. Brother, man, I ruined my reputation with Connecticut when I hiked through it. They hated me. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I go into this laundromat and I was the only one there. There was a list of hiker rules on the outside. It was just for hikers and there were very specific rules. Apparently, there were a lot of rules that I didn't see that were somewhere else on the wall. But the rules that I saw were wear a mask and oh, what was the other one? Just wear a mask. Oh, don't bring your backpack inside. So I open the door and I take a look inside. I don't hear anything. I don't see anybody. I uh, say hello. Like I'm trying to figure out if anybody's in there. There's nobody in the building. Mm. So I bring my backpack in. I don't wear a mask. And I sit down in a chair and I get my laundry out and I start doing my laundry. But I just kind of make myself at home while I'm waiting. I already... Oh, I, I can't do a shower because they had the showers closed. I didn't know about it oh, until I got to town. So, yeah. And I didn't get a shower in New York either. Oh, so like I was nasty by this point. I, I was like, had my hands around my head after I found out, you know, you couldn't use the showers. I'm like, oh, geez, you know, I, I got to get to this means I won't be able to get a shower until I get to Massachusetts. Mm. And I'm already really nasty. Well, I guess I'll just do my laundry. Um, I go in there to do my laundry and the owner comes in towards the end of when I'm doing it. So I'm waiting on my clothes in the dryer. She walks in with her masks on. Um, she looks around the corner to where I'm sitting. I'm sitting there. I'm eating lunch and, uh, my backpack is right next to me. I'm not wearing a mask. Nice. And she looks at me and she, I can only see her eyes, of course, cause she's wearing a mask and, she just like her eyes were angry, man. Like mm. She had her like eyebrows were down. She had a mean look about her. And I hit her with that Southern charm like, hey there. And she's just like, hi. I said, how you doing? And she looks away from me. And she looks at my backpack and she looks at me and she just starts going off. On oh, me, no. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She started going off. Um about me bringing the backpack in, about me not wearing a mask in there by myself for an hour. Yeah. I guess she saw me on camera. And then she looked at the laundry detergent. She said, did you use this laundry detergent? It was just this detergent sitting out on the washer. Yeah. I'm thinking if it didn't say don't use, it didn't say customers only or anything like that. It was just a bucket of laundry detergent sitting out. I thought it was for hikers or even for at least customers. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I used that. Was I not supposed to? And she's just like, you hikers just think everything is free. Get out of here. Oh, and so I'm just like, oh, OK, OK. And so I get my stuff. I walk outside and I wait for a minute because my clothes are still in the dryer. And about the time I thought they were done, ran inside, grabbed them out and I ran out and I got the hell out of camp. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Such a such a lovely town for the right. people that live there. Some people like Connecticut. Some people that hike through there. I've uh, I've told a few stories and I've heard some stories from others. Apparently, some people get really lucky with the what's called trail magic, where, uh, you know, people, you know, give them food or whatever, sometimes even a place to stay for the night. Yeah. Didn't that happen to you where like you stayed somewhere like at some farm or something? Oh, that was they awesome. Yeah, that was in Massachusetts, which okay. I, I loved Massachusetts. Yeah, this podcast isn't sponsored by Massachusetts. No, Massachusetts so is don't just Don't butter state. up Massachusetts. I can't even say it. Massachusetts. They'll never be a sponsor. Just call it Mass. That's what we called it. I'll call them uh, Rock-a-tushes. 
Rock, <laughs> the rocks aren't that bad in Massachusetts. But um, they do exist. Anyways, the town of Cheshire, I go through there and this guy, <laughs> he um, he meets me in town and uh, me and a couple of the other guys that I was hiking with. And he invites us to come do a work for stay on his farm. And so we took a day off the next day because it was raining in the morning. And we just did work on his farm for him. I, nice. I put up some security cameras for him. Um, oh, wow. Security. He had he had a lot of a lot of things on his farm, including, you know, something that you usually can't grow anywhere else, at least not in Tennessee. Yeah. So we did some cultivating there. Like pine trees. Yeah, like pine trees. Yeah, you can't grow chop. You, you can't grow pine trees here. Right. I tried it one time. And what happened? Did I, the helicopter see you? No, we don't have helicopters here. We just the the state of Tennessee just has uh, a deal with birds and birds just like tell them anything. And so a bird uh, went to a police officer one time and was like, tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh my and he was like, you're got to be kidding me again. And the bird was like, tweet, tweet, tweet. And he was like, all right. And so he drove over to my house and he just saw me like planting a pine tree. And he was like, bro, first off, what are you doing? (laughs) 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 Yeah. So pine trees aren't really a big thing. Did you do uh, any time for it? Well, that's actually, that's actually funny because I didn't do time for it. Um, Yeah. I didn't do time for it. But uh, so I heard, I read that you actually did the whole hike on one pair of underwear. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Okay, good. Yeah, I never watched it. That's what I figured. That's the way it seemed like. So why don't you tell us how you felt when you finished? Because you've already told me like how you felt after you finished. But people listening don't know what it's like to have finished something like that. So why don't you share the feeling you got when you finished something like that? I will tell you about my last day on trail and how it was my favorite day and the best day that I've had. And it was even the best day of my life. Oh, wow. So get up that morning. The park rangers of Baxter told us that we needed to get up really early because the weather on Baxter is insane. And we would have to start hiking really early because that would reduce our chances of being caught in a lightning storm. And so we were like, oh, okay, that's cool. And a little side story, I can vouch that Baxter does have insane weather on its peak. Uh, You can see Mount Katahdin from 70 miles away. Um, And I remember the first time I saw it, I stood there and I looked at it and I was just appalled that I could finally see it. And from so far away, I sat on a rock and looked at it for two hours. Yeah. Um, And it was clear and sunny on the mountain I was at overlooking it, but I could see that it was cloudy on the peak of Katahdin. So I get up and I start walking down this mountain. I get out of view and then I find another viewpoint. So I walk up to this viewpoint, probably mm, 25 minutes later, I go over and look and I can visibly see from 70 miles away that it is pouring rain, thundering and lightning on Katahdin. Like you can see it from that far away. Yeah. And it was still, you know, perfectly fine where I was at. So it kind of instilled to me. It's like, oh, wow, the uh, the weather is kind of crazy over there. Mm-hmm. It, it'll change real drastically. And then a couple days later, I saw Katahdin again much closer and it was on a perfect day. Like I could see the peak. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was it was a really nice day. Mm-hmm. And That was two days before summit day. So now we're back to summit day. I start climbing at five in the morning and I'm going uh, and I climb above tree line. It's really cloudy. The weather looks kind of threatening and then it starts raining and I'm above tree line at this point. uh, So I don't really have any cover. And then it starts thundering and lightning. So it's just it's crazy all of a sudden. And I'm still climbing. And then I see uh, some other through hikers that are huddled under a rock. And I know all these through hikers. And so um, I stopped and talked to them. And uh, one of the girls, she told me, look, I, uh, I've i got 
radar access and it's telling me that you know it's really bad right now obviously but it looks like it's going to clear out really soon so we're huddled under this rock so i crawled under the rock with them and it was it was really nasty weather i mean there was lightning coming down everywhere and we're just like huddled under this rock and we're actually getting borderline <laughs> hypothermic at this point because when it rains in new england it gets really cold yeah and I'm just kind of thinking in my head. I even said it aloud a couple times. I was kind of a downer at this point. I'm just kind of kicking myself in the rear thinking, man, if I had just pushed a little bit harder each day, then I could have been on Katahdin two days ago for a perfect summit day because I really wanted a perfect summit day. You know, it's the last day and Katahdin is far enough away and a big enough hassle to get up that I'm, I may not do it again. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'd like to, but it's not practical it's so far away from where we are. Um, and just cause it would be an epic ending to the journey, but I'm thinking, okay, well, we're not turning around at this point. And we all kind of like, I asked him like, are any of you guys thinking about turning around and trying again tomorrow? And everyone's like, no, of course not. We're already really far up the mountain. Yeah. And I didn't want to turn around either. So I was thinking, okay, what's going to happen is we're going to climb up and assuming we don't get hit by lightning, we're going to get to the sign and we're going to rush to get our pictures taken by the side. And it's going to be in sideways rain. You know, it's going to look pretty bad. It's going to be nasty. And then we're going to rush back down the mountain and it's going to be done. Yeah. So the thunder and lightning kind of stops, uh, but it's still raining pretty hard. So we get out from under the rock and we keep climbing and we kept climbing. It was a, pretty big ascent even from where we were at even though we were already very high up yeah we hiked to the point where we couldn't really see anything in front of us because it was so uh, foggy and cloudy Mm -hmm. and then we got above the clouds and dude (laughs) once we were above the clouds the sun was shining bright and there was like a little bit of mist up at the top the sun was shining through and we could look down and see the thunderstorms going on below us. Wow. And we were pretty amazed by it. Yeah. We're like, whoa. That's crazy. Whoa, this is this is insane. So we kept going. And then I could see the sign, you know, that famous Katahdin sign that we've all dreamed about since the beginning and what we've all thought about. And it was like God just put it there and he put the sun where it was shining directly oh, on wow. it. I mean, it it was like he was telling me congratulations, my son. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Um, it wow. was, it was one of those things that I'll never forget. And then we came up on the sign and it ended up being a perfect summit day. The clouds beneath us made for much better scenery. We hung out there for probably a couple hours and then we made our way back down. And by the time we got back down, uh, the storms had quit. Wow. That's but crazy. it was the, I was on a high. Right. I will say like, I mean, it you was were literally like, high. I was really high up in yeah, elevation yeah. and just uh, mentally, dude, it was, it was incredible. I mean, like it was the neatest mountain I've ever climbed. I don't know how I'm going to top that, but it was a really, really great day and a really great finish. And just the feeling of having accomplished that was best feeling I ever had. Yeah. I can imagine. It'd be really cool. You well, going to do it? Well, I'd, I've done something similar. Oh, yeah. Before I was going to I don't know if I was going to talk about it uh, here because it's a little bit better than your stories. Um, but a while ago, this old man showed up to my house. Right. And uh, I've known him for like a few years. So like, it wasn't like weird. Like, why is this old man here? And uh, my uncle, for whatever reason, I was living with my uncle at the time and uh, he was leaving. And he just like left, didn't explain why. And so it was just like me and this old dude. And um, this old man gives me this ring. And he's basically like, hey, you got to like hike this crazy experience. And you got to dump this ring into like this mountain. And I was like, all right, bet. So like me and the homies, we start walking. All this like really crazy stuff starts happening to us. Um, There's like this really like preppy boy that like shows up out of nowhere. Was his name Frodo? No. Why would you say that? Why would you guess his name? Um, Oh, I think I might know him. Yeah. I don't think you do, but uh, yeah, I saw some like crazy people. Um, I saw a lot of like people with like pointy ears and stuff. It got weird. Well, I I was like really intrigued. Like I I was hoping when you would 
to talk about all the weird people you ran into, you'd probably at some point be like, yeah, there was like some people with pretty pointy ears because that's what happened to me. And then, um, yeah, and I, I reached the summit. Um, it wasn't beautiful. It was kind of like gray and just black. And it was kind of we were with a tour guide who was kind of weird. He was bald. He didn't like to wear a lot of clothes. He had a huge feet. This man had like size like 20 wow. shoes, man. He was crazy. And uh, yeah, I just tossed the ring uh, in the mountain. I guess it was like a sentimental thing for like the old guy. And uh, yeah, some giant birds picked us up and flew us back to where we started. And it was great. Um, I don't want to obviously like there's more to the story, but, you know, I don't want to like top your story in any way. So I just won't I won't. I won't get into. Yeah, I think my story is a little bit better because the weather did end up being really nice on Katahdin. Yeah, but here's the thing. You keep forgetting you wore one pair of underwear the whole time. Mm -hmm. It felt great. It felt very lived in. That's kind of gross. This is nasty, dude. It's nasty. Well, I am. I don't even know. I'm glad you did it. Well, thank you. Um, As I'm sure you're glad that you did it. Um. To people who are thinking about doing it, what would you tell them? Would you be like, you probably need to prepare because you didn't do any kind of preparation. <laughs> not really. You no, I decided one pre- day it's like, I'm just going to go do this. And it's not the it. right time of year. I'm just going to do it. I gave myself like two weeks to prepare. So would you tell people who were like, I'm thinking about doing this? You would just be like, just go do it. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think a lot of people would actually make it if they did it like that. Uh, what? would have benefited me a lot more is if I ordered better stuff online. Now, granted, you know, this is, you know, October, 2020. So it's not really easy to get camping gear in quickly. And it's still not. Yeah. Um, It takes a really long time to get things in, but you're going to get the best stuff that way. REI sells some really good stuff, but they don't have um, lightweight sleeping bags, like what you could get online. Um, and that's a must, like that's a must have. I had a sleeping bag that was from the 1980s from REI that was heavy and not as warm as it was supposed to be uh, that I took out with me the first time until I got to Daleville, Virginia. Uh, but I also did a lot of skimping because I'm cheap. So what's skimping? Skimping means you don't pay as much for something that's not as good that's going to kind of hurt you later on. Oh, okay. Um, you're not going to benefit from having something much nicer. Um, truth is about the, uh, the AT, it's not super expensive, but it doesn't cost nothing. And to be comfortable for doing something like this, you should really put in them. It's the money. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, it's worth being comfortable if you're going to be out for that long and going that far, right? It's good to have the right stuff and you're not really going to know the right stuff for you until you get out there for a while and do it yourself. So when I came home for the winter, I did some upgrading of my gear before going back out. And I had much nicer gear when I got back out there. Nice. So, I mean, it's going to take some trial and error. You're going to get out there and there's going to be things like my pack was 40 pounds when I started. And I just had a bunch of crap in it that I didn't need. Mm -hmm. So I shaved the weight as I went. Um, By the time I was in Maine, my pack weighed probably half of what it did when I started. Hmm. Very nice. And it was more efficient. Yeah. So Daniel tip, prepare. Don't skimp. Don't skimp. Pack more underwear. Um, let me think of what else. Uh, prepare for weird people. Um, oh yeah. Not everybody's going to be great. Yeah. So there's a lot of great rude. people out there, but don't expect everybody to be to you know, be great. great. Don't expect everybody to be your friend. It's just like real life. Well, this podcast was centered around your hike, but I'm sure as we do podcasts in the future, we'll probably bring it up some more. Um, so if you were intrigued by Daniel's stories about being on the trail, um, we'll probably bring them up some more. I'm hoping that we can start getting some. I mean, this is our first episode, so I'm not like expecting a lot, but I'm hoping we can get a lot more feedback. And so many people are like, oh, my gosh, I want Daniel to tell more stories about when he was on the Appalachian Trail or ew, gross. Why did Daniel only hike with one pair of underwear the whole time? And I'm going to be like, I don't know, but he did it. 
Um, so yeah, that's, I, I mean, I think we've gone, we've gone pretty long. I want these to be somewhat short. These podcasts. This one was not short. No, it was considered like people go for like three hours now on podcasts. Oh, wow. How long are we at right now? I actually, I don't know. It's giving me like this weird measurement of time. Um, so I don't even really know, but I would say we're probably, uh, we're probably a little bit over an hour, maybe, um, maybe like close to an hour, but yeah, I'll figure it out later. Um, one thing I'll clarify real quick, if you made it this long, um, I don't always sound like this. I'm uh, getting over cold right now. Uh, it's not COVID. Um, it's not Delta. It's, uh, it's just the cold guys. Those don't um, exist anymore. Colds. Yeah. It's only COVID. No, it's not COVID. Um, if you, if you have anything to say about our podcast, please do please, uh, like and share um and uh let people know that we're doing this i'm gonna i feel like doing like this weird experiment i may not do it i may just do you hear that i think that's the fridge no i think that's the aliens it's not the aliens anyways um yeah it's his fridge so uh what was i saying oh yeah if you if you want to say anything about the podcast if you have any questions for us like I said, we're going to be doing another podcast. We're going to be doing, uh, well, I'm hoping that we could, this could be like a regular thing. Um, I haven't talked to Daniel's agents yet, but um, they haven't told me like his schedule or anything. But, I'll have to uh, get back with you on that. Yeah, he'll have to get back to me on that. But um, hopefully this will be a very regular thing. Um, so if you want to give any feedback or ask any questions or anything, um, you can DM me on Instagram. Uh, my name is Holden Baker. It's a Holden underscore Baker underscore again. Uh, Not the word again. It's just there's two underscores like it's Holden underscore and then Baker underscore. Um, If you want to follow me, that's cool. I'm probably not going to follow you back. So if that's a thing you want to do, it's not going to happen. And it's only because you're famous, right? I'm not famous, um, but I just don't like. Here's the thing. I wasn't going to get into this, but I thought about getting into this. People don't know how to post on their stories anymore. People think I really care what song they're listening to. Unfortunately, I don't care what song you're listening to or what song you think is cool. Even though I do that, like I will like listen to the song and be like, yo, no one's heard this song before. I'm going to post it on my story and then I'll post it on my story. Um, but I don't care. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just, I just, so that's the whole reason why I probably not going to follow you back because I don't want to go through your story and it just be pointless for me. Um, but if you want to follow me, that'd be cool. Um, that should be really rad. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, cause I need some help because I'm losing followers, dude. I don't know if I told you that. Oh, no. Um, I guess it's just because like COVID, like I haven't been able to like post anything. That's probably like, it. Nothing's happening. So like people are like, yeah, I'm going to jump off this loser boat before it drowns itself. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you want to follow me, uh, send me some DMs. Uh, just keep it safe. I'm not looking for love on Instagram DMs. So don't DM me like, hey, I think you're cute. And I suppose you could send me a follow as well. No, don't don't even start. <laughs> no, you you can tell people your Instagram handle. Well, see, I don't post very much now because if I do, then I'll probably lose a lot more followers since I'm not on the AT anymore. Right, because all your only followers are hikers. Probably. Okay. For the most part. Yeah. So just don't go, just don't follow them. That's just what he's saying. Yeah, don't waste your time. Just don't follow him. Um, no, you can follow him on uh uh Instagram. Um Daniel with the white vans one two three. I'm pretty sure his Instagram handle. Actually, I have no idea. He has no idea that I don't follow him anymore. Because, no, I would. Because, I have the app because his stories are pretty weak. And like I said before, I don't like weak stories. Um, I'm not looking at him right now because I don't think he can hear me. Um, so yeah, thank you all. If you got to this point. In all honesty and all sincerity, if you've gotten to this point of the podcast, I'm super grateful. Um, this is the first time we've done it. I don't know how it's going to turn out this first one because we've literally like when I say 
we went to Guitar Center this morning and bought these microphones. Bro, and like, we went to Guitar we Center. We went to Guitar Center and then we went to Cookout afterwards, which was actually pretty cool. Uh, Daniel got mad because the dining room wasn't open. Um, I was just grateful to get some Cookout because it's been a while. Um, but yeah, I don't know how this is going to turn out. So if it turns out bad, just be like, hey, it's their first podcast. Let's give them some slack. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Like I said before, um, our next podcast, me and Daniel are going to be talking about, um, we're going to get into, we'll get into more like crazy high school stories. Maybe, um, it's going to be focused around the fact that we've both moved back to our hometowns after, uh, traveling abroad. Um, so yeah, we're just going to talk about that. Thank you again for listening. Uh, Daniel, do you have any last words before we end the podcast? Instagram handles Daniel Medley 97. All right. I'm glad that was the last thing that was said. No one's going to get to that point. Um, Thank you again for listening. Uh, The next episode should be out soon. Yeah, should be out soon. Uh, We haven't recorded it. So like, I don't know when it'll come out, but hopefully it'll come out soon. So yeah, like I said, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.